0: Play
1: <playing> Hello there, welcome to After the Game. a conversation with my dad. I'm Spencer. And I am Barry. This is the first episode yeah. of
0: After the Game. Here we go. As we chat about all things sports, mostly the Utah Jazz. After a big win tonight, Love at home. Guy. At home, 127, 120. Utah Jazz. Great game. Big game. Spence,
1: thoughts. Initial thoughts. Big win for sure. They are now, as of right now, one and a half games above the Suns. Suns are currently playing against the Knicks. It is a close one as usual. But they are in a good position right now with a huge win over Denver, who was creeping up on them on the third, fourth seed. So put a little bit of distance between us and Denver, who's always been kind of following the Jazz throughout the season, so felt good, definitely, for the team to see who they can beat, and it feels good beating a team as good as Denver, for sure. Yeah,
0: Denver's been on a roll as well, right? You you lose Jamal Murray, and he goes down, you think, well, Denver will now fade. Denver's actually gone up in the standings. I think they've only, this is only their second loss yeah, in, in the, the last number of games. Um, they went out and got Gordon, and, you know, Michael Porter Jr.'s been really yeah. lighted up, and I mean, this is a big test. So you're not no Jamal Murray for Denver, but no Donovan Mitchell or Mike Conley for the Utah Jazz. And the Utah Jazz actually come out and play a great game. Yeah. But uh, in it, reality,
1: it wasn't a free. It wasn't an easy walk in the park. Win. It was this final score came out to be 120 to Denver, 127 to Jazz, and that only came after a 48 point night from our man whoa. Bojan Bogdanovic.
0: What a game! I mean, Bogey comes out. His career high. His career high was previously high
1: forty-three. When he was with the Brooklyn, with
0: the Nets, he comes out, um, lights out. What was? Uh, do you have a certain stat line there? You know what he shot? Forty-eight points, by the way. What we heard Bowler Jack uh, on television say it was the highest regular season single game scoring of points since the mailman. Huh. I don't. I, you know, I, I, It seems like Donovan's done it, but maybe he hasn't. Clearly, he the, playoffs the playoffs he did. But uh, Bogey does what tonight? I mean, really a crazy shooting night for Bogey. Yeah,
1: in order to get 48 points, you can't be missing much. And if you look at his stats, you immediately see that he shot 8 for 11 from behind the three-point line. And we know the Jazz are making three points, three-pointers like no tomorrow, and they're just raining on the three-point line. But this feels good knowing watching him see the three-point go into the basket. The biggest difference with Bogey from last season and then even the beginning of this season is is he is driving to the paint and finishing now, and that has been a big relief as he's kind of come a long ways from playing with Mitchell and Conley this early, early in the season, to him just going to the paint and going to the hoop, and now he's putting up the numbers to show for it.
0: Yeah, crazy, I mean, you look at um, 16 for 23, 16 for 23, eight for 11, as Spence mentioned, eight three-pointers, Here's what's a little interesting. I was listening to uh, Lockdown Jazz with David Locke, a play by play announcer for the Jazz, the other day, and he said, Listen, he's, Bogey's just getting more touches. I think last year he had 15 touches, or 15 shots, excuse me, 15 shots a game. Then it got down to 12 this year because Niang was getting more shots. Conley was actually getting more shots. Miaoni's coming off the bench getting a shot or two. Ingles with his hot three point shooting. So all of a sudden, Bogey you know, gets more shots now that Mike's out of the lineup. And, um, you know, um, Mitchell's out of the lineup. And so he finally gets his chance to start shooting. And what happens? He just absolutely explodes. Eight three percent. I I didn't see exactly what the stat was, but I don't know how many times
1: Bogey's done eight threes in a game, but he's He's well, really it, put it, off it ties way. the. Re- I think it ties the record for the most three pointers from a jazzman in, in a regular season, per, uh, in a game, in a game, right? in a game. But I think he's done it more than one. This time, is the second so, time he's done it. Yeah. And so, uh, the the interesting thing about this whole thing is the the jazz lineup. While while Conley and, and Mitchell had been out, if you look at their men in right now, most of them are pretty tall, pretty yeah, big guys. We,
0: we talked about and you kind
1: you kind of have to you kind of. I have to understand where the Jazz are coming from. They just anybody can bring up the ball. They can put the ball in anybody's hands to come up. I mean, obviously, Gobert's going to be down on the paint, mm-hmm. looking for that um, that pick and roll option. But the Jazz have big people who can hit threes, who can spread the floor, and then Bogdanovich is obviously taking advantage of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you talk about a big lineup, and you Mitchell, who arguably maybe six one six two, I guess Conley six foot six one. You replace them with Ingles. You know, 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, 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 Niang, same size, 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, for those two, all of a sudden you get really big. And, and the Jazz have figured it out in the absence of Mitchell and Conley. Let's be real. In order to win a playoff series, you need your stars, right? right. And that's Donovan Mitchell and, and Mike Conley when they get back and healthy and, and ready to play. Uh, the, the hope is, as we were watching this game, the hope is, is that Bogey continues to have the confidence. And does Mitchell defer... Right. to Bogey in a sense. That's a big question because you want your superstar, your all-star, your megastar to win you games, which he will, but it'll be interesting to see if Mitchell says, hey, listen, Bogey's, bogey's playing really well. Let's ride him for as long as we can. It'll be very interesting. to See, a couple of things that I noticed, um, well, first of all, let me let me hit a little detour before we get deep into these stats. Maybe we can come back to him. I got to tell you, Jokic is, is good. Yeah, uh, Jokic is yep. just good. When he steps back Dead on at the very top and just rainbows threes. It's really impressive. He is my pick for MVP. I think Joel Embiid has had a tremendous season, both sides of the floor. That's what makes Embiid impressive. And I know that there are others. You know, Steph is amazingly putting a a strong, you know, finish to the season. But Jokic is just an incredible talent. Very quiet, very quiet. and, And you think he's quiet. And then he ends up with 24 points on 9 of 11, 9 of 11 shooting 2 for 2 from 3. You said in the game, where is he? Or they're not going to him. It's yeah,
1: it, it was, it's great because obviously when you look at the score, you look at the stats, you kind of have an idea how the game might have gone. But when you're watching the game, sometimes it shows a different story. And it was interesting because the Jazz really weren't, in, they were Pretty much behind most of the game. I mean, it was close. They were coming back, and you're just questioning where is Jokic in this? Is he? Is he just because he doesn't bring bring the ball up? He, he usually, right. unless he knows he needs to take over, and he's just kind of there when they need it. But it's just because he's lights out when he gets the ball. It's always effective. His presence on the court take players to him, and that just leaves open. It just opens up holes in other people's offense or defense. Excuse me. And and I, you don't hear much about him but down the line you can see that he is the all-star on the team he is the one that's going to take over the game and he's the one that's going to convert and he he tried to get the ball in his hands there was a little mistake down the end on there at the end of the game but good defense by the jazz yeah great defense i mean we worked hard we we put ourselves in position to have opportunities to to kind of close it out there at the end but uh yeah Jokic is definitely someone that the Jazz maybe Gobert might struggle a little bit with, but I think everybody does. You can't really yeah, take that. I, away you know, from hey, Jokic
0: has a great game, but there were times where we go, "Where is he?" Right? He was out, and seemed like long stretches of time. You know, five, six, seven, eight minutes, and then I was "Come in." But his stat line, even though I think he was quiet, listen: it's twenty-four points, nine rebounds, thirteen assists. Wow! And nine of eleven from the field, two assists. for two. Right. Let's That's set, almost a triple double. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's stay on the Nuggets, and we have to talk about him. I'm not sure I want to give him any airtime in this inaugural, you know, after the game podcast. But Austin Rivers, yep, he's off. He, who knows where he was? He resurfaces in the NBA on the Nuggets. You know, Murray goes down. They 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 turn to Austin Rivers and. There are a number of guys in the league who you kind of go, "Oh my gosh, here comes a Jazz killer." You say Chris yeah. Paul, you say Damian Lillard, Austin Rivers this season has just been off the charts against the Utah Jazz and you just go, "You got to be kidding me." He just one thing Spencer come on comment on this. He was 6 for 10 from the field, 5 for 7 from three point line. Not a big Austin Rivers fans maybe but but You got to give him credit. He really steps up against the Jazz.
1: Yeah, you can just see it's coming. It's gonna be one of those nights where just another player just kind of takes advantage of the Jazz and just starts making shots. That his average probably isn't like that throughout the season, but when he plays against the Jazz for whatever reason, he's gonna make a couple shots. And we can't also not talk about Porter's performance tonight with the Nuggets. (laughs) You think? You think? Holy cow! Yeah, you think Jokic put up his numbers, but Porter actually led the team in scoring, putting up an impressive thirty-one points and. Jazz still got the win. That's the crazy thing about this is they, the Nuggets came with their All Stars. It's interesting to see Gordon playing with the Nuggets, and yeah, and, I don't and know. that's kind of that's kind of weird to see, just in the sense that you know Gordon is what he's capable of. You've seen him; his athleticism is off the charts. You've seen his performance mm-hmm. everywhere else, but it doesn't seem like it's gonna be. It could backfire on the Nuggets, frankly. Yeah, so, I mean, but Porter stepped up.
0: Where yeah, it, he he's a good player. Is there chemistry? We, we Listen, they're winning. This is, a, this is an amazing run the Nuggets have been on and we'll probably continue. There. Threat, they're a threat, there's championship caliber there. Too bad they don't have Murray, they, they could win it all if he was still healthy and on the roster. You know. So we talk about Aaron Gordon, but not a great night for him. Yeah. And the Jazz really did well. Interesting going back to, um, to Porter, the Jazz exposed him in the bubble in his defense. Hmm. They didn't really go after him tonight. I don't know if the matchups were there to make it happen. And and that actually, you took a great offensive player off the floor in the bubble last year right? because he couldn't play defense. He stayed on the court tonight, 38 minutes, a lot of, you know, most minutes for his team and yeah. and uh, did well. You know, one guy you got to give it to, I don't know, I'm going to have to check his, his regular season stat line. Let me see if I have it. But Paul Millsap came home tonight, former Jazz man, and played... <laughs> Really, really well. What do you have? Nineteen
1: points. Yeah, he put up some numbers too. I mean, you got, we give Bogdanovich amazing credit for what he did offensively, yeah, but he yeah. kind of got pushed around a little bit by Paul Millsap. Yep, I mean, he defensively, it kind of struggles. I mean, obviously, I'd take the forty-eight points with that kind of performance he did tonight, hands down, any time of the week. But let's getting back to the Jazz. We can't go on without talking about our man Jordan Clarkson. GC. I mean, there is nothing more, nothing feels better than watching him come in and just do what he does at that level against a good team. Finished with 21 points, 5 reruns, 8 assists. assists. He's passing the ball around. He's helping the... I guess that kind of helps Bogdanovich. He's kind of helping the ball flow, which sets up points for Bogdanovich. You
0: you know, he has the... One thing that makes those 8 assists, you'll notice this. Those who follow the Jazz, like Spence and I, follow them. He has the ball in his hands a lot. I've been noticing... It's not like he's... I I don't know if you're going to designate him as a point guard, but... With Mitchell and Conley out and Ingles off the floor. Right. You know, Clarkson has the ball in his hand, and so tonight he did well. I want to let's see, he had eight points turnovers. He only had one turnover. So, Quinn, it seems like
1: Quinn's made it very clear that he is comfortable with um, the ball in Clarkson's hands. Because every now and then Clarkson will go down and won't convert the way he wants to, or it doesn't go the way he wants, but he goes right back at it, gets back down the floor, and then just puts it in. And it doesn't seem like he's losing. Uh, confidence as when he goes down and might fumble the ball or something, but he he definitely has the respect and the confidence of his teammates and his coach to, to do what he does. And I think he's even mentioned that he's able to be the sixth man of the year because the Jazz put him in that situation to be himself.
0: You know, here's a guy who we we're talking tonight as a bunch of us watch the game. Here's a guy who most teams would he would start and he could average 29. He's already averaging 17, 18 a game off the bench. He'd average over 20 uh, you know, if he was starting. One thing, however you want to read stats on the plus-minus, he it was plus 12 tonight while on the floor. And here's wow. what's interesting about Clarkson. You rarely see it. You did not see it tonight, I don't think, either. Here's one of your best players, arguably your best on the floor some nights, rarely finishes a game. Rarely. The, the, if you're Quinn, are you tempted... To leave him in and finish a game, he might have finished a few this year if I remember. But what a testament to this guy's just ability to handle that. Because if I'm a player scoring, you know, all those points, leave me on the floor, coach. I'm having a good game and I'm winning this game for us. He's handling it, I believe, like a professional. I'm not in the locker room. I'm not tying with the coaches. I'm not part of the media. But Clarkson is really handling his role. And I think it just makes the rest of the team go, yeah. hey, if, if JC can do this, I know I've got to do my role. If yeah. he puts us in a position to win, and Niang goes, I got to get on the floor and w- help us win that game if I'm going in for Jordan Clarkson, it's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, I just want to highlight one key moment that um, came from our $250 million big man, oh, Go Bear. Yes. We talked about Jokic playing this well. got to be. But this will go seen. down. I, I mean, he is. He, he, Gobert is a defensive animal. And people are greatest in the world. They don't notice the presence he has, but when you notice what he can do, he blocked Jokic going down the stretch with about one minute left, two minutes left. Hook shot. Hook shot. (laughs) All ball. Just puts Jokic on his back and just helps the momentum keep going for the jazz. And I think that's key. I think when when you look at what makes a defensive player great, is when it's needed the most. And, And he definitely comes up during the big moments and Changes the game. And and whether... We're, we're talking about, the meaning Jokic, the MVP. Yeah.
0: Going, he has this patented little jump hook that he can do. Makes it. And and he's having a good the night. And Rudy steps up. Rudy, not a great night, really. I mean, quiet night. 35 minutes, 14 points, 9 rebounds. So he didn't even get a double-double tonight. But you got to give it to him for... He, he's not whining and pouting no. and saying, give me the ball or let the offense run through me a little bit so i can cut you know pass it in kick he knows it back his games. out he knows his and games and he he measured himself against jokic and and had that block so i mean obviously um, with him and, on the
1: court the jazz are able to do what they can do and, and it just shows what type of player he is and whether the stats showed or not he is making the impact and the impact was especially made with that block down the stretch and so overall the jazz had a quite a great night i mean it's kind of hard when you're if you look at the game they were going back and forth there was about I think eight or nine lead changes, four yeah. or five ties. So the game was kind of within three points for more than half time, the game. Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of hard when you're not seeing your your team break away when you're playing well. But they definitely hung in there, saw the opportunities, and just didn't give up. And having fans like that yeah. in the stadium, you could feel the momentum yeah. with, each, with each play. And I thought that was fun we, to watch the we Jazz. We should
0: run down each play, just to make sure we've covered them a little bit. But before we go there, Spence, while you look at you know who we can give some kudos to on the Jazz, Uh, just to kind of round out who played well. A couple of things that are interesting here. The Jazz, in my mind, for all the 40 years I've watched them, it seems like, can get a little turnover prone. Yeah. And in the glory days, there was less turnovers and Stockton was at the peak of what he was doing with the Jazz. This year I've seen turnovers hurt us a little bit. Bogil try to back somebody down. Joe might just get a little exhausted after playing a lot of minutes. We only had 10 turnovers tonight. I didn't say only, but 10 turnovers. And the Nuggets had 17. So wow. it's a testimony to us taking care of the ball to a degree. And it's also hustle on the board. Me, I only came in. Oh, and what about, what about, we'll talk about all the players. But man, Trent Forster yeah, we talk- had a a, a chase down block tonight that was crucial on Campaso, I believe.
1: Yeah, you can tell he's he's definitely trying to earn his his not earn his spot, but he he does his job and he's trying to do his job well. We talk about how like the how the Nuggets were able to pick up Austin Rivers, just randomly. I mean, look at what we got with Forrest. We got this player who comes in, does what he does, and he saw the opportunity and didn't not as like for himself, but he just as a player for who he is ran down. Blocked a block shot that was much needed and just kept the momentum going in the Jazz' favor. And he is a very reliable role player he, right now.
0: He 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 is doing his job. You know, you look in past years and we had Hal Neto. I'm a big Neto fan, having a good season in Washington this year. He, Neto did what Forrest is doing. The interesting thing is, though, Forrest has been very methodic, very calculated. Yep, strategic, he, for sure. You know, he he came in... During this this injury, uh, last couple of weeks of, of Donovan, and you thought, well, what are we going to get out of this guy? And Quinn's been very patient with him, and then he comes on the floor now, and you're like, going, it's okay, it's it's yeah. okay, he's on the floor. I'm okay with him being on the floor. In a playoff run, he'll he could probably get exposed. I mean, let's be clear, he's a rookie, but mm-hmm. you got to give him credit. He's playing good minutes. I mean, 16 minutes tonight, yeah. and uh, the chase down block was
1: just just yeah, really really good. So great. we appreciate that, and uh, he's shooting. Over 500, which means he's just taking smart shots. And then Ilya Silva definitely came in, did a little bit that we needed yeah, him he to do. Three. Hit he a three, had five team. points. Yeah. Um, didn't he made his impact in the game the way that he should have? But overall, the Jazz are definitely. I mean, feels good to beat Denver. I'm not gonna lie, it feels good to beat them late in the season when we're neck and neck to get to that one seed, and and, and its games are needed to be won. Couple, of th- we'll just finish up here, and then we'll we'll take a peek over at the Suns Knicks game, and the Lakers. Uh,
0: look places. at that. We'll let's look at um, the standings, and then let's look Upcoming ahead games. over the next uh, final ten minutes here. But just really quick, we've talked about Bogey. Can't say enough about a record night for him: forty-eight points. Yep. Gobert did his job. Ingles always solid. Nine assists tonight. Nine assists leads the team in assists. Um, Royce, Royce is. Listen, Royce does his job. It's, it, the stats are not ever going to show what Royce brings to this team, but his hustle, his deflections, his ability to be there. little quiet. One thing that I'm nervous about with Royce is you can tell he's hesitant. When he hesitates, his game doesn't flow as well. He was one for four from three tonight. He did hit a big three at the time. But I just wish he wouldn't hesitate. Just just yeah, let it you, fly. You can see let that he fly. has
1: a little bit more in him if he's a little bit more dialed in.
0: Yeah, and Niang, it's some big threes. I mean, yep. I mean, the, the, the guy has, has been, I, I've said it now four or five times in this podcast, Niang's doing his job. And maybe that is why the Jazz are where they are and who they are right now, is each person is doing his job. Bogie has stepped up, he's making $18 million a year,
1: and he's playing like his contract. Yeah, and what we need. At he's this there, time. and that's what I like. I like that going forward. Hoping to keep that going when we get Mitchell and Conley back on the court, the pieces are falling in place, and so they're definitely having the the chance to take this to the to the finals for that big ride. Um, just a little bit on fashion tonight. Uh, we saw. Oh, I love. We saw Donovan Mitchell.
0: Some shorts, a shirt, Mets hat on. Mets hat. He had his. Uh, don't know. I don't know if he needs glasses or not. I think it's just. Yeah, just I mean, not, he looks
1: good in them. So just I'm not a little gonna, bit of
0: style. Uh, I'm you not know, Good, good acrylic rims on the glasses tonight. Saw Mike. Mike had like a DNA shirt on. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, listen, they weren't over the top tonight. They were kind of basic. I've, see, I've seen
1: some more, more fancy. Where I mean, Jordan Clark always comes in stealing the show if he's wearing casual clothes, but yeah. So. Great night,
0: big win for the Jazz. They'll stay in first place regardless of what happens. And as I switch over to um, the Knicks and the Suns, Spence, let me just show you this. score. I mean, we're not surprised.
1: Right now there's about uh, two I mean, minutes, is, three minutes left, and the Suns are... When,
0: when we started this podcast, or at least started to, to get everything set up, it was tied, or yep. the Knicks might have even been ahead. You could feel the Suns coming. at you're going into the fourth I said, quarter, yep. I said, they're going to reel them in. Not only did they reel them in, they're up 121-104, up by 17 points with a few minutes left in the game. So the Suns do what the Suns have done and continue to do. And my heavens, they, they are a championship team. They are they are in this to win it. And um, we're I, I'm saying I don't speak for Spence. I'm not a, not a big fan of Chris Paul. I'm a Darren Williams fan. And so always have been, always will be. And Chris Paul is our rival, and yet he makes teams better. And here he is. He has this team you know, it just sitting pretty. This would have been a big win for the Knicks,
1: but it looks like they're going to go on and lose. Yeah, I mean, the Phoenix is a scary team. It's from that man, Chris Paul, right now. And if you look at the other at the standings right now, another game going on right now is L, uh, Los Angeles Lakers versus um, Portland Trailblazers, which, if you look at the standings, won't really affect the Jazz too much, but, I mean, those two teams are fighting neck and neck for the 6th, 7th, 5th place, and so... That, that will determine kind of the, the latter half of the, the yes Yes, so as we, as
0: we swing into this these last few minutes um, and we look at the standings, look in the Western Conference. Utah will maintain a one-game lead regardless of what happens in Phoenix. Now, but it does look like Phoenix will go on and win the game against the Knicks. So that will make them... Jazz will be 49-18. The Suns will be 48-19. and 19. Um, Denver falls to... 44 and 23 they fall behind the Clippers interesting. Wow. They fall Clippers behind mean. the Clippers if this is updated I think it's updated, right? It should be. We won our 49th tonight um, So Denver will, will Slide it the, the so right now LA and Portland like you said are tied in the standings Portland wins that LA falls back into the play-in scenario, which those of us who follow the NBA have heard LeBron's comments about the play-in. Opinion on that. You know, Spencer and I, we we were um, chatting about the play-in, and we saw a little bit of an NBA uh, piece on it. Isaiah Thomas talked about it. Um, um, there were a few other commentators, and it was really, really good what we saw. What an exciting mechanism the league has put in place in the play-in to make teams yep. not tank, one thing. Right. teams, If you're sitting so. there and t- if you're Longer San season. Antonio right now, who's in tenth, and they're thirty-one, thirty-four. There, it's not like they're going to tank, but they're. But Popovich is probably going to say, "We're done,
1: right?" right?
0: And it shut did. it down, and let's see what I've got for next year. It's normal. But instead, they're now like, "Gosh, this is still open." So, so it makes it. And if you're a San Antonio Spurs fan, you're going, "Bring on the bring on the plan," right? Because I have a chance to yeah. be a giant slayer. And and then what happens if the Lakers fall back? Now all of a sudden you you beat the defending champs in a play-in situation. Man. It's just it's just nuts. So little bit of the play-in. It would be fun to have our listeners really let us know what they think about the play-in. I, I, I'm Should sure we're gonna get mixed year, emotions, yeah. but I gotta tell you, it makes the league better. I understand what LeBron's saying. Gosh, the guy's a superstar, top, top of the tops in the league. Plays for the playoffs. I feel for him. You know, and what he's saying and having to drag this out. But wow, how cool is it if you're San Antonio in the in the in the West and if you're the Wizards in the East, you still have something to play for. Even so those really four like games it.
1: left, you still gotta make sure those four games count instead of just quitting right then. And some more sad news around the league. I think I saw that Zion Williamson actually fractured his finger today or yesterday. And I think he's out for the rest of the season, so that kind of hurts. Yeah, because they're the sitting, they're sitting at eleven on
0: the edge. I mean, I, I that team's such an enigma to me, such a mystery to me. I think they've done well this year, but they really have some good players. on Some good on the young Pelicans. players. And, and you're thinking, why are they only thirty and thirty-seven? Well, they play in a tough conference, right. and teams are just good. Teams are just good. But uh, Zion Williamson, the, the 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 season he's had around right. the rim. The percentage he's shooting and just the athlete that he is, uh, tough that he would have to go down in yeah, so somewhat of a playoff run, right? So the
1: rankings are going deep now that we have that play-in game. A uh, 10th, 11th seed are actually playing till the end and looking forward to that next uh, last four games or so. But moving on, we got the Houston oh, yeah. Rockets tomorrow. Right, right. Another back-to-back, this time against Houston. Houston doesn't seem like too much of a uh, threat, I'd say. I mean, they're only 16-51. and 51. But, I mean, end of the season, team people are tired. <laughs> you know, we,
0: we said that as Jazz fans. Uh, we said that about the Timberwolves. And, yeah, and we got dumped you know, in the they, back know, they, they, they beat us. Listen, you can't you know? sleep
1: on teams in the NBA, and you can't yeah. just expect to be to be entitled to a win. But the way the season's going for the Rockets and the way the season's going for the Jazz, we're hoping that we can be confident in a win here because we could use all the wins we could get in these last four games.
0: Yeah, the, the, the thing about... Um, the rockets i was reading today i think they're limping into this game with i don't know 8 9 players that team tough. you know to what talk about a fall from grace i'm not saying it was all james harden but they clearly had a shake up and their owner wanted to make sure he could you know make make the team you know profitable or at least hold on to his money and so i think he just said listen i'll mm. retool this whole team but so we go on and we play uh, the Rockets tomorrow night. I think on a back-to-back, we should get our stats straight, but we're really good. I think Yeah. Except I for think the, we're like...
1: We play Minnesota, yeah, but I think... Minnesota, like, a day in between,
0: but I think I think literally on back-to-backs...
1: Yeah, we usually win the second game we, for sure. We,
0: we do really well. So we won the first one, this and we win the second one. So here's the thing, and we've been doing this you know, the last few days. We have the Rockets, which... Should be a win for the Jazz tomorrow night. We're and more then confident. what do we
1: look like? Then we got Golden State on Monday. Okay. Um, obviously, which, they're which fighting I mean, for that. Talk? Yeah, well, because they're fighting for that, like you said, the playing game. They're in that area where they need to win the most games they can to have that shot at a plan or even to make the eighth seed. And so that's how, this, that's how the season gets fun is when those teams that are normally considered out have chances towards the end of the season and it makes high-quality basketball games. And so... That'll be a tough game just because Golden State might um, be still in the running for a plan or, or for the playoffs, and so they're going to put forth their their best efforts, and, and the Jazz are obviously still trying to play for that one seed, and they're going to be putting forward their best games. Um, then we jump over on Wednesday to Portland. Um, or Portland comes over to the Jazz and, and we will play against Damon Lillard, who's always taking apart teams, and he's also in a position where, like we said earlier, they're currently tied with the Lakers – and so that's I mean it's tight at the the end of the the bracket that that's that 5th to I don't know 10th seed they are fighting right now for where they're going to end right. up at the end of the season. So every team right now knows how much game, how many games they have left. They know what they can do and and they're all working to get where they so can. So let's end up.
0: so let's talk about as we finish out here what what are so we're up a game. We've got how many left? Five? One, yeah, we got two, five. five. Four, five. Right? I mean, let's let's see. We you just kind of said it. We should beat the Rockets. Might be tough to go to the Golden State and get that win on Monday. We'll give one to them. Might be tough to get Portland because they'll be gonna be scrapping. And then we should get OKC, unless it's just a trap game for us. And we should get Sacramento.
1: So, so out of the five, we should get at least. I, I To be on the kind of conservative end, I think we'd get three out of those you need, five. You
0: probably need to get three because Phoenix is going to keep coming. But winning tonight to against coming. the
1: Nuggets was a big one. That was one that maybe we weren't 100% sure about. And so now we feel a bit more comfortable as the season ends. Yep. And as always, we're always watching that streak that our man Clarkson is ah, putting that's out. That's a good way to end. Let's, um, to end. let's just remind well, everybody that's watching where he's at. So he has shot lights out all season, currently on his 89th game. 89th straight games with a three with one in the basket. With three
0: pointer made. And let's be clear, I believe all 89 of those games are coming off the
1: bench. That's, which is big, because if you look at where he stands on the all time um, three point streak, Steph, Steph Curry is obviously at first, um, he has 157. That streak ended, so he stays at 157. I think he's had a
0: couple of big streaks like that, yeah. so let's be clear, the greatest shooter to ever get right. on the basketball floor.
1: And then Kyle Covers right behind him, obviously a great shooter, 127, and then Steph, Steph Curry again, yep, who's there currently we go. Yep. still in the streak at 121. I mean, we don't see him ever missing the, a shot, so I mean that's, that streak might go on forever. Klay Thompson is just about Clarkson at the fourth seed, uh, only six games ahead of him with three points made, and then... Clarkson's still active, 89 games in a row with a three in the basket, and that's coming off the bench. So you look at Steph Curry, you look at Kyle Korver; those people were probably starting also, and so, at those times. Of career, and Dana
0: Barros, who he just tied tonight, was a starter. The interesting. So it looks like if I, if I really, so we got six more to get to Clay. I wonder if you count playoff games with this. I would imagine you do, but I'm not sure. Uh, but he will he will catch Clay. I don't see a streak ending. I did hear the other day, I believe we need to get our, our stat couple games. But I think the streak off the bench, straight threes, was only like 41 or 45 games. Yeah, I think he blew, it so out, he blew doubled he's it. Blown, he's, Yeah, so he's double it. 89 straight games for Jordan Clarkson. Sixth man of the year, hands, hands down. Hands no one, one can head. argue Rudy that. Gobert, I know we're Jazz fans, we'll see. and there are great defenders out there, great defenders. But he should be the defensive player of the year for the third time You've got to look at Quinn as coach of the year. I know you got Monty Williams in Phoenix and and uh, a few others, so maybe they will. But Quinn's definitely in the running there. Yeah. And uh, boy, post All Star game, Donovan Mitchell was ripping it up. So what now a great season by the guys. So Donovan is on his roll. Yeah, so yeah. so that's uh, end of the first episode. Uh, and and um, listen, go for our fiftieth win tomorrow night. Fifty wins. Huge. In a very compact, hectic season, 50 wins without your superstar and your point guard over the last two weeks, who would have thunk it that they would uh, stay where they are?
1: Yeah, so that was a great, great night. Look forward to another one tomorrow.
0: All right, that's it. Spencer and me.